Aloha, my kako, everyone. Happy Saturday. Welcome to a very special episode today of the Moana Nui podcast. Uh, I'm joined by some amazing Hawaii creators. And, um, you know, when you want to connect back to the islands, you got to be mindful of the time and the time zone difference and all that fun stuff. So um, I'm always happy to accommodate their schedules because I think they're... Um, the work that they do is so amazing and so important, and I think it's really important for our um, our audience to see it and, and help us get the word out. So um, my two guests are the two Chris's, my favorite two Chris's, uh, Christopher Carvalho. Uh, he is the founder of Mana Comics. Um, he grew up on the island of Oahu. And he's also a full-time police officer for HPD. Uh, mahalo for his service in that way. Um, and in his free time, he is the creator of Mana Comics, the Aumakua series, Anuenue Warriors, Kamehameha, and now Pele. So if you've never heard about these people, you're going to learn more about them today. Um, and I'm really excited to talk about it a little bit more. Our second guest is actually one of my favorite um, artists for all ages art. His art style is super fun. Um, and I'm excited to have him on as well and <clears throat> talk to him more about his participation um, with Mana Comics as part of their team. Uh, Chris Loman is a Hapa kid who's lived uh, most of his life in Hawaii um, after moving around uh, with his military family during his childhood. Uh, he started drawing comics at an early age and just developed a lifelong love for it, just like a lot of other creatives that I talk to. Um, drawing has always been his way of coping and blending into the background since he was constantly on the move um, as, a, as a kid. And that can be tough as you're trying to, you know, be a kid um, and uh, leave your friends every time you got to go someplace. So I can definitely see how drawing would, would help him there. Um, it's been comics and art has been a passion for him um, while he was also completing college and going into the workforce. He's a self-taught artist um, and he eventually got published uh, doing the art for a short story uh, for Billy Jump. And then um, the two Chris's teamed up together uh, to start uh, Amakua Guardians of Hawaii. So Let's bring them both on. I'm so happy to see them today. Aloha, guys. Aloha. Thank you for having me again. We're like the sluggish that can't go away. We're always going to be there. So thank you, Moana. That's right. No, it's, you need those consistent people, like the ones that, you know, the brother going to have your back. That's the way. appreciate you. Thank you, Moana, for having us again. Yes, for sure, for sure. So, um, Today, we're going to talk about the Pele Kickstarter um, and obviously, you know, just some questions about like your creative process and some of your other projects, too, because um, I think it's great for people to know, um, you know, a little bit behind the creators and what drives you guys. So um, I think let's start with um, we'll start with an easy one that. Uh, so what is your favorite part of being a creator for each of you guys? Ooh. Uh, you know, it, I, honestly, I haven't had a chance to work with Marvel or DC. And that uh, was my dream thing when I was 18. Like, oh, my God, this that would be so cool. And in your mind, you know, when you're that young, you're sitting up in your head. It's like, oh, yeah, I can be this awesome creator, uh, you know, artist, a writer, and I can have a mansion. You really don't have no idea what it, what that life is. However, you've 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 uh, you've kind of just from the outside looking in. But I think that that part never happened. So, um, but once I decided to do it on my own, and I saw the um, just the way the creation went, and I could just have my hands totally in it and molding it how I kind of envisioned how it is, and I thought, you know, it it probably wouldn't be like this if I did work for the big two in in any way. Like they would have more say and control of whatever I was doing. So. As a creator, it's to have um, just that more uh, creative, like I said, creative control and just having mm -hmm. to build your universe the way you kind of envision it to go. Um, so it's that is uh, extremely uh, liberating, I think, a freedom that a lot of the guys who do jump into Marvel DC maybe can't experience. But there's some guys that like 
maybe just prefer their regimen. It's like, hey, do it like this, and they're okay with that. But I don't know. I think uh, there's a tr truer happiness when you get to do something um, that you're passionate about, which Mana Comics, the universe itself, that I'm trying to just keep it going. Uh, mm -hmm. It's definitely uh, gratifying. Definitely. How about you, Chris? Um, for me, um, it's really the, the finished product products that um, come out. It's like, because I, I love just drawing in general. I, I love just, you know, um, like I could sketch for, for days, but then like when there's an idea and then having to put it on paper and then just flesh it out and then it's, you know, hours of work and then finally the finished piece and then Chris will shoot me the, the colored piece after and just seeing it all come together mm -hmm. is, is the, like the biggest satisfaction, you know, to, to me. Yeah, I think that's that's uh, a truth for a lot of us, especially as writers. Like, oh my gosh, this thing I had in my head is now <laughs> something that's on paper and it looks amazing. Yeah, um, it, Moana, and you understand too. It really depends on how you're you're gelling with someone too. Like for Chris, yeah. it's so easy. What's up, Phil? It's so easy <laughs> that like I don't really have to put too much, and Chris can somehow piece together whatever I said and he and he gets it but um I think that's with time working with Chris but I, I don't think I, I I say thank you enough for Chris to to be able to just scour through the the, the remnants of what I, I don't put enough detail when I give things to him but he, he manages to pull it off and and just knock it out the park every time yeah I totally agree um yeah, Chris has an amazing art style. And so I wanted to talk a little bit more last time. I don't think we got to talk about it, but a while back, like you did a series called the Dwarf Star Chronicles. Um, and I think that was your own IP, right? Can you tell us a little bit about that project and um, how that got started and everything? Sure. Um, it's actually a, a like a partnership with a, like a childhood friend of mine. So wow. for that, it's um, he has them like had the story idea and then we just kind of put it together and I um, fine tuned it for, for the book basically. But um, his name's Tim Nelson. And so we've known each other since I was 12. Basically. So we, we've been, you know, we, we did all the things, Dungeons and Dragons, you know, um, comic collecting, we play magic, the gathering, you know, just a bunch of stuff that we, we do together. But um, anyway, Dwarf Star is a story that follows, um, the crew of a spaceship, kind of like um, the Firefly, you know, um, mm -hmm. from Serenity and, and stuff like that, um, where it's just a small ship, you know, these, this ragtag team goes to different planets and they uh, pull off heists. And so in this, the first issue, they are trying to get this um, red um, heart diamond um, from the Red Queen and so from Alice in Wonderland. And so they're, they're there and trying to, to pull that off. Um, the second issue I actually finished, um, it's, well, it, I, I'm finishing up the colors also, but um, all the art and lettering is all done. I just have to get it put together, but that's after Pele. So <laughs> once Pele's done, we'll, we'll get that done, but it follows them um, as they now go to um, a gingerbread penitentiary and are breaking out Mr. Toad from, <laughs> yeah, from prison. And then they're going to, you know, go off to their next thing. Cause he has some information about this legendary sword that they're going to go to, you know, try and steal next. So yeah, it's just, you know, it's fun, um, self-contained, you know, stories that kind of build on each other. But um, we had long-term goals for these characters, but, it's slow going because you know you have to powerball powerball brother <laughs> yep 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 uh, yeah phil said did you just say gingerbread penitentiary yes that's what he said. yes <laughs> it's gonna eat his way out <laughs> uh, that sounds awesome um you brought up a great point in terms of like you know all of that having to be after pele um, like as an artist and one that's, you know, kind of like in demand, how do you like juggle the schedules and how do you like, 
work, you know, try to like, um, like if you, if someone approaches you like, Hey, we want to work on this project, but then you're not quite available, but you want to do the project. Like, how do you navigate that? Well, um, honestly, for most bigger projects, it's just, I can't, you know, if you want to wait a while, then, um, it's possible, but, um, for the monocomic stuff, I've always kind of made it a priority. Um, just because, um, even though I'm not, you know, the owner or founder or whatever, um, I feel very invested in Wana Comics just because mm -hmm. I've been from the beginning. And yeah. I really want to see um, it succeed. I, mm -hmm. I want to see Mana Comics flourish. And I, I think that's a good thing for comics in Hawaii in general, comics, yeah. indie comics in general, and also just... Chris, I consider a great friend. And so I, I want to, um, you know, do what I can to, to help with that too. So um, whenever there's something there, I try to um, put that on the, the top of the list and then everything else is like, okay, we're moving things down and um, trying to work it out. But um, as far as other um, things, I've like done one-off uh, pinups, you know, for different, mm -hmm. um, people or covers or things like that because those while they um can take yes. time they're not Beautiful. as much time as um <laughs> you know books stories um i don't i don't know um well probably a lot of the creators that listen to this are gonna know exactly what i'm talking about but i don't think the layperson knows just how much work goes into a comic page right. um i mean it's so much more than uh, a pinup like just the layout, the structure, the backgrounds, everything takes so much time and, and work to, to put it together. And, you know, you want the design to flow, to make the eye go where you want them to, to go in terms of the panel order and, and things like that. Um, and so those are things that I'm conscious of or trying to really incorporate into the, the pages. And um, I've, I think I've, gotten a lot better from day one from um you know Almaqua, but I, I stand by these pele pages are the best pages i've ever done i will attest and to even, that <laughs> even sort of the story um the the panel structure i think is is way like i've mm -hmm. um developed quite a bit uh, i'm I'm not trying to toot my own horn in, in that, but I just, I, I've, had to, I've worked really hard on, on these and I'm, I'm just really proud of the pages. So, yeah. And you should be because it shows yeah. uh, the, the first couple that I saw in the campaign, I was like, oh, wow, these are really good. You know, um, you know, and I, I, really, I think, you know, you know, Chris is a local boy. He understands the relevance. Yeah. That mm -hmm. Ellie is. To the islands so you're gonna pour more into it yeah you're not gonna just half it so right. um he really didn't and um i appreciate his hard work on this one this one is this one is a challenge and it, and it's important to not just us in monocomics but it's important to the islands to see um Pelly portrayed and i you know and you don't want to miss that mark and you don't want to and you want to ensure that it's handled respectfully similar to kamehameha it needs right. to be addressed and handled in a way that not some like some outsider coming in and just toss on, you know, like a hula skirt and some coconut bra. Wow. You want to portray her as like the the powerful mother figure that she is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. So um, with that said, like, let, let's talk a little bit more about Pele. Like what, what inspired you to do Pele? And like, when did you know it was the right time to tell her story? I think, you know, you got to start with the basics of just island culture. And it's 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 like when you're over here, you get you pick up on it fast. You know, uh, take off your slippers, uh, gravy all about the rice or um, don't turn your back on the ocean. Like when it comes to regard to Pelly, we know like, OK, don't take uh, lava rocks home with you. You know what I mean? You leave it where it is, you know, or um, if you see like an old auntie walking, uh, you know, walking up the street at night. You're going to address her and take her because that's just what it is. Because uh, if you don't know, um, a lot of times Pelly will take a form of an old lady and mm -hmm. it's like a disrespect that you're not stopping, helping, helping out and assisting. Yeah. 
So um, it's it, it's with that in mind that I've kind of like, okay, that's that's kind of where I start now. Why does she do that? Why does she still interact when you have other gods of yesteryear, like, you know, uh, Thor and Odin and that kind of stuff? Like, whereas in their countries that they originated from, Hercules and such, why isn't that why isn't that that same interaction happening but for here mm-hmm. Pele is like a, a wanderer she's like an observer um and why is she you know allowing herself to be seen and um i wanted to push that as the drive of what the comic is about is a present day of of pele what is she doing out there like what makes her do that what's her what's her uh, personal journey that she's trying to accomplish so um with that as being like kind of like the core is like uh, she actually has like this strong passion for the island that she helped create and mm-hmm. she just she's wandering in present day i think she's just saying what the hell's happening here she's kind of like uh this is not the vision i had of what it would look like so uh with that being the, the core center of it i think she's on like a, a journey of self-discovery like is you know um when this island is threatened by an outside force is she, is she like is she willing to stand up to be a champion which she doesn't feel like she is or she's just gonna say go ahead i don't care they're not taking care of diana so why should i bother you know what i mean it's it's that kind of a that's kind of like basically the foundation i feel of what the book is about yeah that's that's I love everything you just said because yeah. those are all questions I myself have asked too. Yeah. You know, like you have the people who are very passionate about protecting and then you have some who've kind of like thrown the towel in. It's so frustrating. It's like, why do you, yeah. why do you not care? You know? Yeah, I know. And, 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 you know, it's, but it's projects like this that kind of like keep it, keep, you know, the culture, keep the history um, relevant. So people start to care. You know what I mean? They remember. Right. And then it's like, oh, you know what? It's, you know, this is still important to preserve, yeah. And and it's, I think, like, when, you know, as us as creators, Mona, it's it's kind of like our duty to do it. So when you say, like, when is the perfect time? Once I freaking figured out that there's going to be haters and there's going to be people that say, yeah, thank you for sharing that. So you got to go with your heart. And my, my heart and intention is to just put something out there that people can uh, love and appreciate it for what it is. So you just got to go with that feeling and intent and then the rest you just gotta wash away because there's gonna be people standing up hey you know we'll take my gods and do this to them or you know what i mean yeah and, but it's but like i said you don't you gotta know understand you have to have that local island culture back to say okay i'm not being respectful disrespectful in a way i want to just perpetuate and share that island culture and keep on going with that 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 feeling yeah yeah. When I um when I was reading the, the you know description of how you were kind of coming at it from, it gave me very much like uh Brother is Hawaii 78 vibes. Like mm-hmm. you know, how would our our gods yeah. and our chiefs no, no, feel, that, right? that music that that one line would always kind of like play in the eye, you know, uh you know, cry for the land, cry for the people, you know, and all that. That is kind of like, oh shoot, you know, cuz in the first page that Chris is drawing, we got Pelly kind of like walking in Kona and it actually looks like it's past when she's like cruising down the um looks like the I think it's the King's Path in Ancona that um Chris Drew, I think I gave him that reference. And then all of a sudden he's like there's like a tourist in a golf cart like taking pictures like, oh it must be part of like one hula show or something. That's what they're thinking in their head, right? And and she's like, oh you know what I mean? And then she keeps walking and she's like oh, man this place has changed you know but she's still um I don't want to give too much away what she's actually yeah. feeling because I feel that's important that mm-hmm. what she feels at the very end that she brings up say hey because then um there's other gods that she's interacting throughout this uh journey that she has and i think she's in her head she's just trying to sort through the reasons of why why should i care and she goes to the um you know it starts with the god of uh the underworld uh milu and he's sort of like saying okay here's the problem what are you going to do about it she's like, i ain't gonna do nothing good luck see you later that's kind of like her first stance on that and just kind of mulling around and interacting again with people, she comes like, you know what? Uh, maybe I need some advice. And so she goes on a journey with talking to you know certain other gods, her sister, her ex, um, mm-hmm. and then um, the god of war. It's so it's it's fun. I, like I said, I don't want to give too much because it's it. it's just a fun build up of when she has to actually 
either decide you, you're going to throw down <laughs> because a lot of the, I think a lot of like gods are like kind of like, you know, our own Ohana where they have beefs, you know, and they don't necessarily like each other. But I think the important message, too, is like, yeah, you can have beefs. But when someone attacks your family in your home, you're going to stand right. You're going to stand up right. for it. So um, that's kind of like another little uh, morsel of uh, a dose I put in there just so it's like, hey, when it's time to go, you got to do it. So step up. So it's it's yeah, like I said, we're not giving too much of the uh, the script away. I don't like be like one. Are you for me to be team spoiler and alert? And you're like, oh, I just saved thirteen bucks. I don't need to watch this movie. So yeah. <laughs> no, you need to buy this book, you guys. So it yeah, it was it was fun. I, I you know I love the interactions of what Chris is doing. I, I let Chris uh, be in charge of all the the um you know the big island. Uh, portion of the book where she's wandering around talking to her other, um, you know, the other gods. And then for Francesco, and uh, if you guys don't know who Francesco is, he, his last name is uh, Mana. Uh, it just, it's, I think that's more than coincidence. It's something more than that. So he's doing the side of the, the thing where that threat that's coming to Hawaii, it's making its way. It's pretty much mm. all action for him. So he gets to play around with um, this, uh, this, godling i call him a godling because he's a young god he's just stepping up and he's you know proving like i'm number one kind of thing and he's going on a tour just wiping out you know and he said come on i'll challenge anybody boom 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 and it's you know it's his direct path is is hawaii so he's he's yeah he's gonna have a little bit of a wake up when he gets here so uh that's that's really amazing um yes. So Chris, like, what is it like for you to like be the one to put these gods on the comic pages? I mean, because this is like the first time Hawaiian culture, like Pele, well, Pele and these gods are going to be hitting comics. Like, what is that like for you? And what is your your kind of process when you're, you know, creatively coming up with the, you know, the concepts and and the the mood and you know all of that that you're putting onto the pages? So, um. Was it for me or for Chris? Okay. So, um, Chris Carvalho, <laughs> he, um, he basically, um, he had a lot of the designs or concepts. And so for me, it's more about, um, like showing their personality in those mm -hmm. characters. Cause yeah. I know what his vision, you know, for what they look like is, but I just like, the way that they stand or, you know, do this, um, just the, the different things that they're, how they're interacting in the, the comic, making sure that it kind of feels like it has personality, that it's not just, you know, some cardboard mm -hmm. cut out there and um, trying to, you know, keep it consistent also. So that that's um, all my view for, for that has been. I don't think like in other books I've, um given a little bit more input on like if i felt costume design or, or whatever was was there but um frankly for for this this is um I, I mean i feel passionate about it in getting it right but this is chris's passion project and so like he had a vision for what these people look like what they you know do so i wanted to just stay true to to that vision that's really yeah. cool. Yeah, a lot of the um, and and then a lot of the work and similar to Kamehameha, we're actually going off like you know the the local artist legends of you know like uh, Uncle Herb Kane, you, mm -hmm. his paintings and stuff, and you know and uh, Brooke, you kind of like kind of like have to piece together uh, 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 things from the past because they're more on point when in regards to that. Yeah, so um, you know with that you kind of have to mold it after that maybe update it just a little bit to 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 cater to just uh, i guess the overall like okay like you can't just be running around in a model yeah you got to have something a little bit more than that right so it's it's to make it uh i don't know more practical i guess because yeah when he when they go up against other gods they're not totally vulnerable you you have other things uh uh to uh i guess to defend yourself mm -hmm. again it's it's um yeah, it's 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 a challenge because you know you're not gonna be you're not gonna make every, everybody happy, but 
you got to just trust, you got to trust the vision and just keep rolling with it. Yep. I 100% can relate to that. For yes, sure. yes. I mean, because like in mine, you know, we are talking about the mall and those are like, you don't even, there is no real reference. Well, no, like, yeah, all, like, our our own goal, like totally what, okay, let's try to see what that would look like. And yeah, I get it. Yeah. There's nothing out there for that. Or like, if you see like maybe some books with the mention of it, maybe you'll mm -hmm. see like one, you know, like a, what do you call those, those big lizards or something? But you know, it's it's Komodo dragons or something. But you know, it's it's how you feel like it, 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 it your interpretation basically. Like, okay, I think it would probably look more like that. So just roll mm -hmm. with it. That's the best you can do, and just you know, trust it. Yep, sounds sounds good. Sounds good. So, um, with this particular project, um, I feel like there's a I don't know. It's like it's different than the other ones that you've done with, you know, with Amakua and um, Anui Nui Warriors. Like, mm -hmm. how do you feel like this is different from the other things that you've done? And is there anything like intentional um, that you've done to give it a fresh thing? Or is that just something like, um, you know, that is like in the eyes of the beholder, I guess. I, I think it's for this one, um, like Kamehameha had that level of respect that you had to approach mm -hmm. him. There was more resources out there to learn a little bit more about him and, and you know, to present it. Um, Pele is like, right? I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's people on some of the message boards, ho, ho, you know, I don't know if you should do that or, or uh, you, or you, you hope you're doing it right or, you know, or forget somebody asked me. Did you get permission from somebody? I think someone put that on, on one of the things I read. I was like, did I get permission from someone? I said, well, <clears throat> I mean, you know, I went to the Big Island, and this is, uh, you know, this is what I did maybe like a couple months ago. I went to the creator, and that's what I asked. I said, hey, I'm doing a story about you. I just want you to know I'm going to do it the best way I know how, and it's with Aloha. And, mm -hmm. and you put it out there, and, you, and, and you know, that, that's what it is. I asked permission. So, mm -hmm. you know, that's all you can really do. Because you understand that it's a, it it is that level of respect that Islanders understand. It's a basic. You just gotta do it. So mm -hmm. uh, you know, with that leading leading, you know, my intention and my heart with it. Um, like I said, this is. I think honestly, I think this is a step above commitment in regards to even commitment. I have to bow down a Pele at one point in his in his life, and I think um, actually probably more than that. But there was one story with Kamehameha and Pele interaction I just found fascinating. I think. I think there was a just total, you know, lava outbreak and it was all coming down. Nothing was stopping it. It would not stop. And um, and this was unheard of at the past, but Kamehameha, he was a little bit older, I think. He went up to one of the lava flows and he, he uh, cut a piece of his hair lock and he threw it in. Mm -hmm. And that's like giving up a piece of your mana. I think no chief before that, as, you know, as far as males and stuff, they didn't do that. That just was unheard of. But uh, the lava... Uh, flow and you know all that uh, chaos it stopped shortly after mm -hmm. so you, you know that if Kamehameha said okay <laughs> I have understanding like I am just mortal you are you know you are a step above that but I'm giving you my mind and respect you know please you know if you can just maybe calm down <laughs> and then it, it just so happened that you know it, it did so um, there's actually a picture I, I think I got that from one of her Kane's paintings at, at a hotel it was a big one and you could see um, him standing in his uh, old attire. He was older, and, and he just is putting it in. I was like, "Wow, this is oh, this yeah. is amazing." So, um, yeah, it, you know, it's and then like I mean, it's it's just it's it's all about respect, and I think it helps. Yeah, obviously, me not being like just writing it from New York, I have a little bit more probably a dab bit more credibility than someone who's writing it way out or something but you just you, even if i was i think if people understand that what the intent is then it, it's it's that much more better and i think if they just hear it from you and you're not making fun of it i think that's yeah. that's that's the best thing you can do and and it's it's like i said in the end it's creating that story and our, our ancestors were storytellers so creating a story that's engaging um Maybe even you can get a lesson in there. That's even more fantastic. Um, and I think 
um, Chris and I and uh, Francesca, we managed to do it in, in this book. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really great. I I, one of the things I love specifically about Pele um, is because it shows the Hawaiian worldview about like the environment being a part. It's not something separate, right? Like yeah. in terms of like asking for permission to enter into spaces, like it's as if it was a person and like you coming into somebody's house, right? Like, yeah. you know, just come in. Like you guys mm -hmm. say, hui, like I'm here, I have yeah. good intentions, you know, yeah. like, yeah. Um, and I feel like that is, that is so important too. Yeah. I think of that, a lot of that is missed. I mean, you don't, mm -hmm. people, unless you are taught that, then it's just, here you go, you go wandering around and you know what I mean? So, and that's, I think that's one of the good attributes of like local people in general, they kind of have that understanding. Okay. Hey, you be respectful when you go over here or you mm -hmm. in this, you know, in where we're talking like the integration of nature you don't just mess around things you keep it you keep it clean you know what i mean so yeah. i like no that be, about mm -hmm. no be <clears throat> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. um so chris loman um you know earlier we were talking about the growth the growth in your art um you know with this particular book <clears throat> what like what, what do you think has changed for you, you know, as you've evolved from the other properties? Because I know Kamehameha was done by DJ. So that was, you know, Amakua was yours. And I think, did you do Anoy, did you do Anoy Noi Warriors? Did. I did some pages. Yeah. yeah. So um, I think it's, a lot of it is just experience, um, you know, especially with the storytelling. Um, mm -hmm. I got to tell you, Chris, Chris, his scripts are challenging in that he like um the way that he wants to end some pages or it's like fitting that because he's like i want this to be a skinny long panel and i'm like okay but the story <laughs> has these things so uh, just trying to make it work in in light of that um he he stretches me um mm -hmm. he, he makes me um kind of earn it you know um <laughs> in trying to, you know, fit in the, the different things, the elements that he wants to, to put in there. So um, just having done that, um, you know, for how many years now, it's, I think that's gone, um, gotten a lot better. The other thing for, for this one, I mean, Anui Nui Warriors, I did um, full pages also, but it was just a few. Um, and for Amakua, I was more or less doing um, just breakdowns. So those, the, there's a vast difference in the breakdowns versus the, the finished art. And so this one, um, my pages are all finished art. And so it's been, um, I don't know, I've had a lot more freedom to kind of really, you know, add the depth in terms of like the blacks and, and incorporating a lot more shadow and things like that that um i didn't necessarily get to do when i was just doing breakdowns and things like that and so being able to put all that stuff stuff in and um i i think that it it's makes a difference so and i think um also my i mentioned um <clears throat> When Chris was drawing uh, Pelly and stuff, I would always tell him, hey, you got to feed Auntie a little bit. You got to thick her up a little bit because, um, you know, Chris has a, a really uh, a beautiful way to uh, portray, you know, women. But for Pelly, I wanted her to be a little bit more thicker, a little more poly looking, a little bit more, you know, Amazon Wonder Woman type, more, you know, more imposing. So that was the challenge I, and, and stuff I was kept um, pushing Chris for. And, 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 he, and then he felt the rhythm. And then he felt the rhythm. So it was, it, it, it worked out in the end. And I, yeah, I just didn't want to portray her as, as, as like a frail, frail person, but there's someone right. very like, you know, they can stand on their own and you're not to mess with them. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Mahalo for yeah. doing that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so like before we we started the show, we were talking a little bit about the kids, and so um, it's one of the things that I love. You know, you you uh, work with the the younger generation, and the even in the last campaign for Kamehameha, I believe one of your in one of your student interns right did one of the covers. Yes. Um, yes. 
So tell us a little bit more about that and, and how you, um, you know, build and, and maintain your relationships and partnership with the schools and stuff. It's, you know, that's the amazing part, you know, I'm one and, <clears throat> and I, we were talking during the break for some of those of you guys are listening, but um, there is really a, a void. I call it, you know, there's a void. That's all that there is to it. There's the younger book selection that you can grab pretty much. But a lot of the times that what's missing is the middle middle aged mm, into high school. Now, if, you know, locally over here for kids, there's, I think there's, you know, there is material out there, but there's, there's not enough probably source for them to like have stories that can, they can relate to latch onto a character. Like, Oh, I, I can feel that. And it's, they're looking and sounding like me. There's not enough of that, honestly. And um, for young creators out there, um, you know, who, you know, love Hawaii or live in Hawaii and you want, I, my suggestion is to fill that void, help us. Cause me and Moana, um, we're doing it, but at the same time we could always lift it, lift others to try to do it too, because it's important to have, uh, you know, for the keiki to keep the culture of the islands, to keep the history of the islands relevant. And so they can, they can care about it. I guess it's like, you know, you, they're not going to understand unless you're going to give them the material and about how important these things are and they they begin to care about it so these are you know these are important topics not only um you, not only in the sense of the diversity but just having um material that um i don't know that that just can really show and share the culture that we have here which is so special and there was really not enough of it so if you could if you know, Moana and I are doing it, but at the same time, if we can find others to do it as well, then we do it. Uh, I've been very fortunate that, <clears throat> I guess, it's funny too, because I got ads on my car, you know, Pelly and stuff, and I, I get uh, contacts via email that way, <clears throat> and they say, hey, I work at such and such school, can you come talk story? And uh, if I can fit in my due, because I, I, I just understand the importance of that and, and how, and they do too, a lot of educators understand that there's not enough of it and they want stuff. They're looking for stuff to get um, kids excited about reading or and just learning. And, you know, here I am and, and, and Chris, we're, we're pushing uh, projects that are relevant to that and get to help that move that forward. So uh, I'm just excited to be a part of that. And anytime I get a chance to either talk, I, I got to talk. Oh yeah. We're busy next week um, with stuff, but, any chance I get a talk to share it, I do because I understand that, yeah, by doing so, you're just gonna keep building that that love for it and love for the islands, which I have and Chris has and you have. So, and then sharing it is just all the better for other people. Outsiders can look and say that they you know that's special. Let's help them too take care of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mahalo for for doing that because I, yeah, every time I you know even if it's just one kid, right? But you go in the classroom and they're like. In wonder, like, oh my gosh, you know, yeah, like that's the best an auntie or uncle yeah. that like, <laughs> like no, you, for, that, for them, you, know? you know, and then you can only catch their attention at, at certain times, like you know, without them being distracted with other things in life, that young that younger generation, you're really imprinting on them, you know, the importance and the excitement of it. And they get excited quick, right? Like, oh my mm -hmm. gosh, who is this? You know, and, and and that's fun and all, but then you understand too that there's a responsibility, like hey, I'm yes. trying to like provide you you know, that contact and to get you excited and keep you reading and get you excited about our culture so you can preserve, you can be that next to carry it up. Yeah, definitely. Uh, how about you, Chris Loman? Um, what was the question? <laughs> I, oh, I, the question was like, um, <laughs> how do you um, enjoy like working with, with the kids and, um, you know, kind of the community give back aspect of the projects that you work on? Um, well, I don't have as much direct contact as, as Chris, for, for sure. Um, I don't, you know, get the <laughs> advice to talk to schools and stuff like that. But that's not really um, when my interactions more are like when we are at Sea Life Park or mm -hmm. at the pond and things like that. And um, that's really the, the best part of it, you know, seeing kids come up and just being excited about these superheroes that look like people that, you know, are here, you know, mm -hmm. um, all of that. And um, I really haven't had a chance to talk about 
Pele with the, the kids just because it's not out yet. But, yeah. um, you know, I'm sure that that's going to be a, a big part, like, how, you know, what was it like? How do you, you know, how did you decide this? And, you know, a lot of the questions that, that you guys have. Um, and the kind of cool thing about kids is, um, and, you know, the responsibility on us is, um, you know, a lot of them, this is going to be their first exposure to these stories. Right. And we want to make sure that it's, um, you know, we can't guarantee that everything is, I mean, it's fiction is, is the bottom mm -hmm. line. But we, we all we can do is be um, faithful to what we feel are the, um, you know, just what is true in our hearts about these um, gods and people, you know, the, the characters that we're um, portraying and making sure honoring those ideals and, you know, the, the history behind it and hope that some of that, you know, comes out to. Yeah, yeah and I think for, for local people, um, local kids who are learning that, a lot of times um, the first, uh, you know, exposure you get to Pele is like, you know, she's the boogeyman or, you know, like, hey, right. Right. that's, yeah, but th that should be just more like, a, you know, hey, there's a level of respect that should be there for that. But at the same time, you, you're talking not only uh, a goddess who, who you know, the flower of the lamb, but she's also creating, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. She's out there uh, making a, a home for you, right? That's that's uh, irrelevant and, and the more, um, you know, the passionate side of who Pele is, right? So yeah. it's, it's, it, there's a balance, light and dark for her. And um, yes. I think for, for this story, I wanted to show you that side too, because you only see, a lot of times you're only seeing the, the, oh, oh, watch out, watch out. But then mm -hmm. I wanted to say, you know what, she's, there's a deep uh, sense of that she's, she's caring for the island. There's a responsibility and love that she has for it. And she wants right. you to instill that in you and this right. generation, right? Present day. So, um, I, like I said, those are the topics I wanted to really hit on and hopefully it, it resounds um, with the readers. So I'm excited to see that result. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad you brought up that because that is like one of the things that I love about Pele. People are mostly focused on her destructive nature because mm -hmm. that's what volcanoes mm -hmm. do, but they forget about the part where like everything that we're standing on mm -hmm. was one volcanic ash, right? Like, yeah, yeah upon which we build um so like yeah. you can't have um one without the other yeah and then it's sometimes there are things that need to be destructed and cleansed you know like they need to be yeah. gone right? you know it's funny that you mentioned that because that makes me think of this time where i, I forget which uh, this was before the last big one that we had but there was one it was cutting through uh the lavas were cutting through um some neighborhood and there was a lot of rich uh, rich yep. people there and they would come up to the community board meeting i was watching on olalo or something and mm -hmm. and they would say um yes is there a way you guys can bring some bulldozers and uh, divert stuff and <laughs> and, and the local people are like looking at each other you can see them in the crowd and finally you got one auntie come up you know what you guys are all guests here this is her house okay this is her house so if she wants to come through yours she's going to okay okay and and that's for us too we we got houses but we know if Pelly wants to come, she gonna come, okay? And you guys are not understanding that. And then step back, and then on, you know, another uh, holly person come up, and then the same thing. Uh, do you guys have bulldozers to? <laughs> They're not learning. <laughs> They're not learning. So, um, I. But then that that goes to, um, you know, them not feeling the that connection that you know local people have, yeah, you know, to the land, yeah. So it's it's for them. It's like it's it's me. It's just. I get it. I mean, a lot of local people lost their houses, but also there's that level of understanding. Yeah, uh, you know, that's one of the sides of Pele, right? That, you know, right. that we don't know what the bigger reason was for that was, but there's got to be, I don't know. And, it, you know, and it's hurtful to see people lose their houses. Don't get me wrong. I'm not here making fun yeah. of losing their houses, God forbid, mm -hmm. but it's it's just that local people have more of a clear understanding of what that is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I saw a similar video, if not the same one. And I was like, God, yeah. you never do your research before you came. Like, yeah. <laughs> active, active volcano. Underline, you, never underline. Why, you never have insurance. You never wonder why for your house. No, but I mean, you, yeah, you go in there with the understanding and, and, and 
just you know that's that's all it is but um like i said pelly's i wanted to show a different side of pelly and um and and to show that little softer side little little more like okay i um you know i we had a character and it and it's um just a little um one of these little birds ev birds um oh called kolohe and she's interacting with him making like more like he's a pest but then she gets sort of connected to him towards the end and it's 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 just it's kind of like i don't know if that's a metaphor but i think it is it's just you know uh, yeah it is right i think i did it that way i, uh, maybe, I did it and 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 then because towards the end she, she has that love for him again right and then but anyway shoot just kill the metaphor for you it's all right <laughs> Oh, that's so fun. Yeah, I love um, putting the little animals in there too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yes. Interactions in there, right? Look at that, those. It's fun. Yeah, it's just like ours. We put, we have like our little Dizzy and like, you know, yeah. we'll, find, we'll find her where she stay, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we have another one um, when and she goes up to the Mauna to, to visit her sister, uh, Poliahu. She's got like a Puel. And um, so they have a little interaction too. It's it's just yeah. It it's a good way to uh, bring a little bit more. I don't want to say realism, but it's a little more heart to it than just two guys mm -hmm. sitting there talking. You know, yeah, yeah. you got a little bit um, more on a personal level level that you can relate to it. Um, that's that's where where I went with that. And it's just it's just fun. I mean, I don't know. I I just I looked at him like the gods is like I said one family and. So the interactions that they have, it's like, yeah, there's disdain and maybe a little bit, uh, you hurt my feelings before, you know, you, there's a little mm -hmm. bit of time, but when it comes down to it, they can talk story like, you know, Pelly went to her uh, up up on the mountain for her for, for advice and, and she's like, what? All right, let's talk story. Let's see what, you, what you're about. And then so it's, and and Chris uh, nails it with the, uh, like I said, he was talking expressions. You'll see them in the book. Like, um, so it, it's the importance of getting, getting home like wow you asking me or like it's like oh shoot i gotta go talk to my ex now for something i gotta ask him one favor and it's funny it's kind of like local style it, it's 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 fun as she's going throughout and 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 visiting her either her siblings or other gods so i enjoy it and you'll enjoy it too i mean it's i think it's like 50 pages so you, oh, really, wow. get, you really get a a, a really good it, sense of what it's all about i feel i think it i think it really nailed it that's another thing you were mentioning about dc and marvel and stuff when you're like in indie you can do whatever the hell you want as far as page count you know granted you know there's it's expenses but sometimes the story is worth it and it's important so just go with it yeah, for sure. And that's, I don't know if you have it on your page, but that's something you should definitely call out because 50 pages is a meaty comic. Yeah, it's, there's some, yeah, definitely uh, meat on that bone. So it's um, one like, yeah, and it definitely, it can, Chris, it stands alone. It's not like, now I, we didn't, I don't think, yeah, it's a, like, oh, I feel unfulfilled. You get it. So, yeah, yeah this is essentially self contained. Um, yeah. I mean, if people want more, we'll, we'll, come up with yeah. more this one more, um like more. kamehameha i think there's obviously way more to a story and so, so much more and that's yeah. another one with dj i, I want to work on but man it's it, it it's all about that time and trying to sort things out but um yeah we got to keep going though we've got to mm -hmm. keep it moving you know uh, creating these projects and creating these 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 stories you know, it's when you're older, you understand as when you're older, you're like, okay, that you understand the importance more when you're younger, like it's, you kind of more selfish, like, oh, me, me, me. But then when you're older, like, hey, this is bigger than me. Right. <laughs> this is way bigger than me and it's important. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, I, just from what you told me, I'm like, yes, please, have, please make more. Don't have to. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd love to. I mean, I'd love to see. Oh no, I can't give away. Shoot. Okay, never yeah, mind. Yeah, don't, don't give away. Don't give away too much. <laughs> uh, I was gonna ask a question about like, yeah. oh, so who else are we gonna? <laughs> but, like... Yeah, there, there's definitely some surprise uh, guests in there that you're like, what? Oh, so yeah. Anyway. 
Yeah. So yeah, definitely, guys, get this book. Like I'm so excited right now. Um... <laughs> I know. <laughs> from whatever paragraph that a synopsis I gotta put put, you know, I don't want to bore people with the length of it, but it's this is much more than just that. You get to see all these different things, right? And now you get to look in the window a little bit more, like, oh, okay. But yeah, for people who just gonna read the synopsis, go. Eh. You're gonna miss out. This is yeah. a really, really, yeah, just yeah, it gets you a really good adventure. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. So we got like five minutes left. Um, there was a co- a comment earlier, and hopefully he's still on Ryan Permison. He said, What are your favorite comic book movies and why? Chris. Um there's tons of great comic book movies but um like the ones that like that stand out immediately um like original superman the batman i i really liked the batman begins and dark knight rises or dark knight um yeah um as far like i don't know that there's so many good good movies um like there's it's more like moments in movies <laughs> like if you put them all together they they you know and it's because of like the nostalgia they bring right it's mm-hmm. the things that like hearken to stuff that you remember and um things that you know you're fond of um like spider-man 2 the original with toby Maguire, when that first came out um like just feeling him like holding the train back and and all of that mm-hmm. i mean that was one of the even though that scene i i don't recall that ever being in a comic it felt very much like the spider-man struggling with the weight of the world on him and you know everything there so it's like whenever a comic book movie can capture those feelings mm-hmm. uh, then i think it's a success and um i don't know i i think we're um in a very blessed time to be a nerd. <laughs> I, I don't really yes! you know, some of the movies are, are not the best. Mm-hmm. Um, just the fact that they're there is, is amazing. Like, um, do I like <laughs> to give a bad example, um, Green Lantern. <laughs> oh, yeah. that, that was yeah. underwater. Yeah. He's one he of my favorite characters, and I was like, oh, <laughs> Uh, I'm still happy to have been able to see it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, yeah. it's still it's still cool. Could they make a better one? Um, yes. Yeah. For With John Stewart, I, I, I'm hoping they they gotta they're gonna bring John. But yeah, I yeah I totally agree with them. There is those moments like um in there's a lot of those moments in like Avengers uh, the last one, uh mm-hmm. you know Cap Cap getting right. the hammer, um, right. Cap screaming uh, Avengers Assemble. Uh, when you're talking about um, those moments and stuff, the, they'll give you chicken scene where the crowd is yelling, and it's it's a fun time, like you said, to be that nerd. And um, I think there was one time I got to be able to review a movie, uh, and it was for Thor Ragnarok, and I was like, man, well, I'm lucky because it was free and it was freaking good. So um, I enjoyed the the – they really – it was challenging. They put like the humor and they put the drama and they put the action. They did it right. I think the past Thor, they just went totally swing to the comedy more. And it wasn't as fun as Ragnarok. It was like Ragnarok had a blend of you could feel different emotions. So I think it really depends on writing when it comes to these 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 comics, um, uh, movies. Uh, yeah, because the DC tends to be more serious and stuff. Mm. Uh uh, the kind uh, Marvel tends to be able to work on the humor and uh, and, and real realism of the character uh, and more. I think they they more successful in that regard. That's how I look at it anyway. Um, you know, but always uh, you know you're always going to support your boys too. Like uh, no one's going to make fun of Aquaman. Who's going to make fun of Aquaman when you got Brother Jay out there? Uh, you know, <laughs> you know, and then with uh, the Rocks Black Adam, no one's going to make fun of him. He's they're too imposing. They they're, they're just they're the right person for it. So um, I just, I just, I just wish like, I don't know, but it, like, I wish there was like more like a, 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 I don't know, maybe if they help it, that, maybe that's our job too, is to create the Polynesian superhero that they can do, right? It's like, you know, that Samoan one or, you know, that Kanaka, right? Just 
it'd be fun to see that too. Eventually, maybe that's our job as creators and yeah. artists to level up and so, so for that next gen to have opportunities like that. So, you know, the hard work is there for us. However, um, maybe we won't see it, but you know, that next gen can be there to do it. So that's, that's good. That's all good. Absolutely. Alrighty. Well, our hour has gone by so fast as always on this show. Um, tell folks where they can find you. I, I, I know I put the Kickstarter link. I'm going to drop it again. So folks can go and check out Pele. Yeah. Remember guys, 50 page comic here. This yeah. Is I forgot to mention that. Here. I should have. But um, yeah, you can go to uh, just our website, monocomics.com, www.monocomics.com. Uh, you can take a look at the website. There's a link right there. Just click it. Boom, you're, you're automatically in it. And um, supporting it, you really get a lot of good um, rewards. I did a ton of um, uh, variant opportunities for people to, to really choose and whatever resounds with them. And, yeah. uh, and a lot of, uh, and I'm grateful for all the artists that stepped up. Me and, uh, Chris did one. He actually, but his name can be revealed to, uh, we got a, like a festival coming up next Saturday. Uh, we're going to reveal it because then, um, what do you call it? Other Realms Comic Store, the, uh, you know, awesome comic store on the island. Yeah. They are working in conjunction with us with this one. So we're going to reveal it, pass out free prints of the uh, comic cover, sign it, pass it out to people. Um, but in regards to the comic and how you can still do it, we run until the end of October. Please support if you can. I appreciate it. And you don't have to give if you cannot. Hey, we understand hard times, but uh, share it. Share it on top of your wall. Say, hey, this mm -hmm. seems kind of interesting. Look into it. So that's you know that's all we ask is just to get the word. That's how it is for indie. As long as the coconut wireless is intact, just help us out in that form too. <laughs> but I appreciate you, Juana. Thank you for having us. Of Thank course. You. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Alrighty, guys. So go and check out Pele number one on kickstarter right now live through halloween get it in and then while you guys are, are perusing that also go check out my campaign um journey to ikuwa the third book in the yes. adventures of nakoa and nohea series bringing this hawaiian culture to the world out here mm -hmm. um and i'm really excited to be in y'all's company and you know working alongside each other to create a more inclusive and welcoming space for our Pacific Islander communities. Yes. Yes. Awesome. So thank you guys all so much. Have a good weekend. Um, hey, and we'll talk to you guys. Thank you. Take thank care. You Bye. Bye. So many stories left to tell Even if we have to ourselves Can't keep history on the shelf If they won't tell it, we will If this the land of the free, it was a freedom then When they annexed Hawaii and called it see the lands Without any type of payment and no signing off Called themselves the Republic in 1894 1.2 million acres overtaken from the native Hawaiians When they resisted, the West retaliated in violence and erasure The Hawaiian language is banned As part of colonialism's plan to expand, yeah Stuck between a rock and a hard place Multiple bombings of Koholave As a part of their ongoing war with Asia Used it as a place for target practice No consent or compensation Colonizers call for annexation No work out for all the locals School will never let you know So many stories left to tell Even if we have to ourselves Can't keep history on the shelf If we won't tell it, we will to tell, even if we have to ourselves, can't keep history on the shelf. If they won't tell it, we will, we will. So, if we put Hawaii in a perspective, well, black and Asian history is interconnected. Considering the fight with the Pacific, then of course, versus Asia, they was treated as a middleman for war, but they didn't let the Western colorism run its course. Cause dark skin was a sign of dignity to call. The land was taken in the name of capitalism when prior to it was an actual kingdom. Clap back at the system, stuck between a rock and a hard place, multiple bombings of Koholave, as a part of their ongoing war with Asia, used it as a place for target practice, no consent or compensation, colonizers call for annexation, 
Network out for all the locals School will never let you know So many stories left to tell Even if we have to ourselves Can't keep history on the shelf If they won't tell it, we will Too many stories left to tell Even if we have to ourselves Can't keep history on the shelf If they won't tell it, we will So many stories left to tell Even if we have to ourselves Can't keep history on the shelf if he won't tell it, we will Too many stories left to tell Even if we have to ourselves Can't keep history on the shelf If he won't tell it, we will We will